This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, getting you ready for today's sports day. You know, three of the first four games have been at home, so you know at some point in time you're going to have to venture out outside the 806, so that'll be... That'll start this week. While having a little fun along the way. Always good if you can blame it on somebody else, right? Yeah, sure. Especially some media guy. Sure. Right, some media guy. Catch the show live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Would you be inspired if some bloke like me said you must participate, or does that turn you off? Um, I don't know if inspired is the right word. <laughs> I'm looking to inspire. But if I like respected your opinion, I'm like, okay, all right, well, if Chuck says I <laughs> I should do it, then I should do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know that you you uh, always, well, you, sometimes you don't respect me. You, you always respect my opinion and always agree with it. How about that? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, one last thing that they were talking about on uh, the Astro broadcast last night, and this was, in the late stages of the game when the, it was basically over. Um, and they were talking about, there was a shift on, okay? And the guys were saying, oh, this is the last time you're going to see the shift because, you know, next year you got to have two players on each side of, of second base, mm-hmm. okay? But they were saying um, that they felt like the pitch clock would affect things more than the shift. And the reason that they said that was that the... the um, Basic, you know, your basically rest time in between pitches would affect the pitcher's velocity because there was like a 97 mile an hour fastball, and they were that they just commented on, and they said that basically that that time that you get, you know, in between pitches when it's lessened like that, that that would affect the the speed of the pitchers, um, and that that wouldn't maybe in essence put the ball in play a little bit more. No, yeah, maybe. I just wondered if you'd buy into that, some of that. I I think it's a possibility. We'll have to see. Do you think the shift will be bigger than, do you think the shift will be a a big uh, change for baseball? Um, I think we'll go back to some manufacturing of runs, or do you think that those days are gone? I, I wouldn't say manufacturing of runs. I just think that you'll see more hits, I guess on ground balls through the infield. Yeah. Rather than just straight up home runs. Is that what you mean by yeah, manufacturing? Yeah. 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 Okay. Like yeah, a, well, like, you know, you, you get somebody, you get somebody on second, maybe they hit a double and you actually bunt them over to third and then try to get a sacrifice at least to get them home. I don't think the, it'll lead to more sacrificing. Okay. I think it'll lead to more three hit innings or whatever that turn into a run. Rather than you can only score with home runs. Okay, walks in. You get, mm-hmm. you get your Jimmy Jacks, but because you had somebody get <clears throat> two walks and then a home run hitter. Whew. Jimmy Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, any opinion on um, the New Jersey Nets? I mean, we don't talk hardly any NBA, and I'm I'm grateful for that. But man, what a what a mess it seems like the New Jersey Nets are. First, you got Kyrie Irving and his anti-Semitic tweets and basically refusing to kind of come off of his tweet and standing down and you know acknowledging that maybe I should have been a little more sensitive it's kind of like man it it just seemed to me like boy that you know for all his stances you know and things uh very odd and and very inappropriate and it almost makes me wonder well if it'd been somebody else how would they have been hard and feathered so to speak oh goodness yes you know i mean mm-hmm. it's just like oh it's okay for me to say all these things but don't go saying these things about 
and I don't want to get into, you know, politics and a racial discussion, but boy, sure seemed like <laughs> for for him to for him to say those things is just it's uncalled for. It's completely inappropriate. It's just, just you know, it's just it's it was unbelievable. And then and now for the Nets to fire Steve Nash is one thing, but to for them to hire Ime Udoka, who lost his job um, with the Celtics for among other things, you know, having an affair with, you know, a front office worker. But then it was even a little bit more than that, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of the harassment and, and the things that took place as a result of that. For the Nets to just be able to hire him, uh, it seems really odd for the NBA to to allow that, even though it wasn't the NBA that suspended him. It's just like, well, you, you talk about all the wrong looks for a league that, tries to paint themselves as holier than thou sometimes. Uh, I'll I'll just say this. So this morning I get up and, and really it was the same last night before I went to bed. One of the last things I always do before I go to sleep, I just, you know, click on the ESPN app and I look at the, you know, six or eight headlines, you know, see if there's anything there that's mm-hmm. interesting to me. And you know, 75% of the time there's not. And every once in a while there is. And, and, and the last night I'm like, Man, what a rough day. I, I mean, we have this situation where the Nets are basically going to look at the Celtics, what the Celtics did, and said, this guy was a terrible human being. Mm-hmm. We've suspended him for a year. And the Nets are like, bring him on. He's a good coach. Bring him on. Yeah. Okay? And again, we've, we've talked about this before. Sometimes when one of your players does something wrong, okay, you have to back him. Okay? Hey, you know, he had a, you know, he did this wrong, but you know, he's our guy. We're going to stick with him. So he's suspended, but you know, we're going to be here to support him, and and hopefully when when he comes back, you know, we'll, we'll be here to 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 help him stay on the straight and narrow. Okay, I get that a little bit, but when you're taking somebody at when somebody else is a bad dude somewhere else, and mm-hmm. you're like, we want him, yeah. we want the bad dude in mm-hmm. our 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 organization. All that we've worked towards, it feels like in the last four or five years where, you know, it's not been okay to harass people, whether it be physically or verbally or all, all that. Some would say we're softer now, or some would say that um, we're more sensitive now. And there's truth to that. But I also think there's been good in what has happened mm-hmm. the past four or five years where coaches uh, are realizing it's not okay to you know just absolutely berate your your athletes, okay? Uh, especially if they're college level student athletes, okay? Well, that's not okay, and it's it's not okay to to treat you know female athletes different than male athletes, and and, and all all of these kind of things. And and I feel like we've we've learned. Although again, I think there's some truth to we're overly sensitive and a little bit softer than we used to be. It, it, I feel like we've moved in a direction that says, okay, it, we're we're learning that you can't treat people terribly just because you're a coach or you're a, an athlete or you're a GM or whatever. We've we've moved in the right direction, and what 
you know, and we've seen it from these different organizations where, hey, this guy has treated women poorly in, his, in this organization. We're going to get rid of him. The Sun situation, right? The Redskins situation where they're, they're under investigation now. Commanders, whatever. Okay. Right. All, all the above, right? Um, I probably just offended someone by saying <laughs> Redskins. Uh, all, all the above, we've moved forward, right? And the Nets are going, no, we're going backwards. Right? This guy was a jerk in Boston. He was terrible. And every account that you hear is that it's way worse way than more. him just having an affair yes. they kept it on the down low to protect him and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it's way worse than him just having an affair a consensual affair and the nets are like yeah bring him on bring him on and the nba's like yeah we want this guy in the league yeah we we, we felt like the celtics did the right thing but yeah sure he can come coach the nets right now i mean what in the world so the point i was making is it, so last night before i go to bed i said this story okay and then you see Michigan State suspends four mm-hmm. more. And then you see the story about Brett Reed, okay, that he only gets three years probation or three years in jail, which feels like he needs to be in jail forever, okay? Yeah. The- and and uh, with his uh, drunk do- driving case that he ruined the life of, a, of an infant, okay? And uh, I'm just like, oh, gosh, what a disgusting day in sports. Yeah. And, he, you know, as far as Reed is concerned, he got three. The prosecutors wanted seven. Um and uh, yeah, it's just it's just terrible. And yet, still, and frankly, still no culpability uh, put on the Chiefs, other than they've made a settlement with the family because he was drinking at at uh, at the stadium yeah. in the office. And well, who was he drinking with? Was he drinking by himself? Did the team provide the alcohol? Was he? You know, there's been basically no it's just reveal a, of that. Just a really bad day in sports yesterday. Yeah. It felt like it's kind of a dirty, slimy kind of day. I agree. I, I'm. I, I. If you weren't already done with the NBA, I mean, this story with the Nets just blows my mind. It blows it makes my me, mind. Too. Makes me even more done with the NBA. I just. I, first of all, the Celtics should have fired Yudoka without question. I mean, they. I think they had some hopes that he would come back and coach them because he was quote a good floor coach. But man, what what he did and what what they've kind of swept under the rug. Unbelievable, and then what Kyrie's been doing uh, with his mouth is just—it's incredible that somebody could have that opinion in 2022. But I guess there's still people out there like that. Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, breaking down the biggest games. If Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 football conference, who are you rooting for to win the conference? If Tech does not win it this year. Well, busting some chops along the way. I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right? days a week together. Why yeah. do, Why would yeah. we need to communicate during the weekends? <laughs> right. Save we it for the show. We, we, save, we do. We save it for the show. Tune into the Morning Drive Live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. November 2nd, 2022. 11 22 Here's Jeff McGuire. Going to start 1934 today. Seemed like a fun year to start. Major League Baseball All-Tar... Uh, we are having a problem talking no, today. You, and it was you. been like since five, like <laughs> 4 o'clock. I apologize. Slow down. Major League Baseball All-Star team led by Connie Mack, including Babe Ruth, Jimmy Fox, and Lou Gehrig, start their 18-game tour in Japan big against the big six university league. Now we heard about them leaving for Japan uh, early last week. So, you know, they finally got there. They finally got there. This is a money deal. That That's why they did. I mean, cause they didn't make a whole lot of money. 
Right, and it's also exposure for Major League Baseball at that point, too. 1947, the Ryder Cup took place. U.S. wins the first post-World War II event 11-1. to mm. Ben Hogan was the American captain. 1960, New York Yankees outfielder Roger Maris beats teammate Mickey Mantle for the American League MVP. The score, 225 to 222. Hmm. The second closest vote ever. Do you know what the closest is? I don't. Okay. Do you? No, no. It's well, a, that didn't help. I'm being unfair. I'm sorry. <laughs> 1964, Columbia Broadcasting System, also known as CBS, buys an 80% share in the New York Yankees Baseball Club for $11.2 million. Later, they would purchase the remaining 20% of the franchise. Mm. They were awful while CBS owned them. 1972, Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Steve Carlton is unanimously selected as the National League Cy Young Award winner. He had won 27 games for the Phillies that year. The Phillies as a team only won 59. Crazy. 1974, Atlanta Braves trade then Major League Baseball home run king Hank Aaron to Milwaukee for outfielder Dave May. 1988, A shortstop Walt Weiss wins the AL Rookie of the Year. He is the third straight Oaklander to win the award. Can you name the other two? What was the year again? 88. Uh, Jose Canseco was in there. That's one. Um, Was Dave Stewart in there? Not Dave Stewart. It was a pitcher though, right? It was not a pitcher. Oh, it was not a pitcher. Was it Matt somebody? Mm, Mac. Would be a nickname he used. Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. Okay. And in 2016, the Chicago Cubs beat the Cleveland Indians 8-7 to in Game 7 mm. at Progressive Field. First Cubs title since 1908. It is National Deviled Egg Day. I am completely out on the deviled egg. I've never tried one. I never will. I mean, I'm not just a huge fan of boiled eggs. No, I am not <coughs> at all. That's why I've never gone near deviled eggs. Yeah, I just. That's one of those things. I don't care for the smell of them. Yes. And, me, and, the, me and, the, and the look of them. And the egg salad. Yeah, the whole the, deal. That whole yeah, deal. Just oh. makes my tummy mm. turn. I like eggs, but I don't like hard boiled and anything that has to do with all that. I'm pretty much just a, a scrambled egg guy or an omelet guy. That's, Which is basically just a scrambled eggs with cheese. <laughs> right. I like green pepper. Sure. Right. But mm -hmm. you start like the difference. It starts with adding just cheese to it. And then you have the other things. Yeah. Um, happy birthday. Former Red Raider wide receiver, New England Patriot, Houston Texan, Denver Bronco. Danny Amendola turns 37 today. Oh, I was going to guess Wes Welker. <laughs> I was too. All of those would be true. <laughs> well, he didn't mention Detroit Lions. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, David Schwimmer is 56. Nelly is 47. Jimmy Garoppolo is 30. And Kumar Rocker is 22. Mm. So I'm pitching in the fall league yesterday. And on this day in 1947... The Spruce Goose made its one oh. and only flight 
with Howard Hughes at the controls. Because everybody else thought the plane wouldn't fly. Shows you what we knew. Flew it once. barely flew, and then he parked it. Well, you know, barely flew was the key there. Mm. Um, and that is this day in sports history. Okay, now time for our secret word of the day. It's brought to you by the, <laughs> brought to you by the Home Zone. Thank you. Uh, making your house a home. And uh, we're going to give somebody $10,000 on November the 18th. Today is uh, Wednesday, November 2nd at 645. Uh, you really don't want these in your yard or your golf course. Uh, they really like them in Minnesota. Gophers. Gophers is your word. Okay. G-O-P-H-E-R-S. Gophers. It's your secret word of the day. So if you'd like to uh, enter that into the contest, go to doubletea973.com. Put your name in the hat. Somebody will get qualified, and uh, on November the 18th, you could hear your name called out, and we'll give you $10,000 in our secret word contest that uh, we have folks here in Lubbock winning, hopefully, or somebody within, this, within, within these parts. Have you been calling the uh, qualified people? I have not. Okay. I'll start emailing them uh, later this week. Okay, so... Yeah, I don't usually call. You get an email. You get an email. Mm -hmm. Okay. That... Mm -hmm. That, that probably is easier to, to do. You got it right there and don't have to talk to anybody. And you, once you hit send, then you're, you can walk away, right? Most people don't want phone calls. Most do not. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> they would just prefer a text or a... An email. An text email. or an email, yes. A text or an email. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, be looking for Jamie's email. Uh, coming to a box near you. That's right. Potentially. Mm -hmm. So give us a good email that you check. Not one. Oh, man. I, you know, I just never look at that one. Uh, never look at that email. That's uh, that's my personal email. Yeah, this time You need to look for Jamie's email. Because you might win $10,000 or you might miss out on it. That's secret, right. You don't want to do that. Secret word is, uh, is gophers. Okay. Going back to the uh, MVP vote. Uh, the closest. One year it was tied. Uh, 1979. Willie Stargell and Keith Hernandez. In the National League MVP race, each had 216. Oh, wow. Great years for both those guys, mm -hmm. uh, for both Hernandez and for Sturgill. In 1947, there was also um, a, a one-point uh, difference between... Uh, these were two really good players. I'm certain they had good years. Joe DiMaggio edges out Ted Williams 202 to 201. <laughs> I bet you that was quite the little debate. Mm -hmm. uh, in 1944, these are guys you've probably never, ever heard of. Marty Marion and Bill Nicholson. Marion from the Cardinals and Nicholson from the Chicago Cubs uh, were one point away. And then in 2017, also two points away, Giancarlo uh, Stanton with the Miami Marlins and uh, Joey Votto uh, with the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Stanton was the MVP and Votto was the runner-up. So there you go. It's just a little tidbit of knowledge for you to uh, to walk around with. Okay. We want you to have tidbits. Yes, we do. You know, conversation starters for today's, <clears throat> you know, coffee pot discussion, things along those lines. We will have uh, the high school fan zone on the air for you tonight, Friendship and Lubbock Cooper. Uh, both those schools have... Uh, Deep playoff aspirations and big game for friendship on uh, Friday night. They'll take on San Angelo Central. Uh, should be a 
really full stadium over there at Tiger Stadium. So take your radio to the ballgame. So, yep. Yeah. 6.30, mm-hmm. the broadcast time, 7 o'clock kick. And then the Lubbock Cooper Pirates will travel to take on Amarillo Caprock, or just Caprock in Amarillo. And we'll have it for you on 100.7, the score at 6.30, and then play-by-play at 7. This is the last week of the regular season. Crazy to think that. Playoffs are upon us almost. Playoffs are upon us. We'll have uh, Coronado at Tascosa tomorrow night uh, at 6.45 on Oldies 97.7. So that kind of take you through uh, the high school stuff for this week. And then it's on to to basketball season. They're they're getting ready for that. And they'll be, what, next week for the high schoolers too? Uh, I think a lot of teams will probably start this weekend. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think the friendships have a... The varsity has a game, an actual game on Saturday. On Saturday, yeah. mm-hmm. scrimmages right. this week and last weekend, all that good stuff. So it's getting going, getting going. You're listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T ninety seven three, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at eight. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Was it pretty big? Yeah. I mean, it was impressive? It's, yeah. Was it fascinating? It was. I thought it was fascinating. It <laughs> kind of smelled, but I mean. <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Hey, good morning. It is 7.01 this morning on the morning drive. Nice to have you with us. With Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. It's Wednesday, the day the work gets done. You got a big day today? Every day. Every day? Today's a big day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get to do the morning drive. That's a big day. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, uh, is that the highlight or is that the low light? It's like you get, is this like the, you get, is this, are we the hump that gets you over your day? We're the tip off <laughs> to, the, to the day. Tip off to the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's definitely the, the first light of the day. What's that? It's definitely the first light of the day. Mm-hmm. The first light of the day. We we bring you out of the darkness into the light. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. We're actually bringing you out of the dark. There's just a little bit of light at the end of the <laughs> We come to you this morning from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studio. Look forward to your thoughts, comments on the Eighth Flooring Center channel. Like Benchmark Hotline is open as well. Uh, we get uh, this from PJ. Uh, Chuck would love a phone call with regard to, you know, if I was uh, entered in to win something and somebody called me. Mm-hmm. And Jamie said, you should call him 1-800-ARKANSAW. Is, you know, is my name. Is that yeah. the right number of letters or numbers? <laughs> I don't really, I didn't I don't, really count them up. But. I have no idea. No, I don't. Uh-huh. I think you've got too many letters. One in too there. many. Yeah. But mm-hmm. here's the catch. You could still put it in and the phone would still ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's talk omelets, asparagus, smoked gouda, mushrooms, and bacon. Ugh. Man, I'm I'm a I'm a meat lover omelet with the bell peppers and the onions and. Uh, you know, none of those are meat, right? Well, plus, I know that <laughs> plus plus sausage and bacon, okay, with hot sauce. That was funny, Jeff. But that was you're right. I do know that none of those were meat. Uh, we get this. Y'all doing good? This morning, it's Cactus Week. You think there'll be a lot of folks that'll show up at the stadium with cacti? Or the cacti be at the tailgates? Um, or, are we, or, or is that kind of past, or will it get reinvigorated because of this week? I would guess the folks at TCU aren't going to allow cactuses in the building. In the stadium? Okay. 
I mean, you gonna carry around a potted cactus? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they come in travel sizes. Yeah. You got two of them on the desk. You want to carry that around? I don't want to carry game? a clay pot around in a football game with a saucer. You know. No. You got to have something to catch the extra water. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think there'll probably be probably be some tailgate. I'd be curious to see how much how big the crowd is from a Texas Tech standpoint. You know. Uh, because we've we've seen it before where, you know, Red Raiders go in there and, and take over uh, Eamon Carter. Um, of course, this year, the the folks at TCU put the kibosh on any of that. You would think at 8-0 and o that they wouldn't have any problems selling tickets. It'll just be interesting to see what the, what the stadium really looks like. To see if it's full of Red Raiders or, or have a, a large amount of Red Raiders. I, I, I mean, you know TCU's done everything they could to keep a bunch of Red Raiders there. You know that they are challenged mm-hmm. by this whole deal. And so if TCU fans are ever going to go, it's going to be to this game. Yeah. It's going to be to this game. And, I, I mean, you know, we heard the comment last week from the Baylor player about fake fans and all that. While I don't think we have fake fans or whatever, I think our propensity to leave early no matter the score is um I don't know it's just a, there's a little part of me that says if that's what we're going to do here we probably should slow down on the criticizing of other schools fans I think that's fair and do you think do you think it's do you think we're on par with other schools in, in the Big 12 or do you think we're we're worse at leaving early That's hard for me to say Chuck just because I I don't not at other stadiums yeah, I, I've not noticed on television watching other games and thinking to myself, "Oh, their fans are all leaving." Yeah, we don't know what their east side looks like or I, their west side looks I, like. I've not noticed that before, so mm-hmm. it's probably similar. Probably it would be my guess. Would, would but be I, my guess too. But I don't know. I don't know that for certain. I, I I know we don't leave early during basketball. And that's kind of not a thing for basketball. It's kind of not a thing for baseball. You know, we don't, our fans don't leave, you know, halfway through the second half in basketball. I mean, the seventh inning stretch doesn't say go to your car Mm -mm. for tech baseball fans. And it's one, two, three strikes, you're out, time to go to your car. That was nice. (laughs) So, I don't know. Again, I I don't think we have, we're, we're dealing with a, a fan base that fan base in football that's sad or pathetic or anything like that, but there's just part of me that says, eh, maybe we we need to back off being so critical of of TCU when uh, I mean I, I, the Baylor guy unfortunately was right. Our fans were leaving, and before the game was in, da- I mean mm-hmm. was over. And and again, I get it, you know you're down two scores in the fourth quarter. It doesn't look good, but I mean. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, and you know, and and the the, the those that hadn't left the, once the pick six occurred, then that was you know a mass exodus. But there had already been a pretty big mass exodus prior to that. And you're only de- and look, there have been times when we've been leading in the fourth quarter and team people have left, mm-hmm. which I just I I just don't understand. I mean, you know, this business of I want to get to my car so I can avoid the traffic. Well, you're really not. You're creating the traffic. Um, and I just, I just, it slays me sometimes to see all these people leaving. Like, where are you going? 
I, I'm not even trying to, to criticize them. I mean, you spent the money to go, you got paid for your ticket. You did what you, you do I mean, you, you, I do, you yeah. do you. Okay. But it feels hypocrit hypocritical to me if we're now criticizing TCU for what their fan sure. base does. Absolutely. If, if we're leaving games. Too. Yeah. No, okay? I, I think that's, I, I mean, maybe that's... you could say at least our show up and maybe that's a little, maybe that's fair. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but again, it's just odd to me because wouldn't you guess there's a whole lot of crossover between Texas Tech football fans and Texas Tech basketball fans, Chuck? Mm -hmm. Right? You would? Yeah. I, I would guess there's a yeah. lot of the same people. Yeah. But it's we don't leave basketball games early, but we leave football games early. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't either. There have been times when at basketball games when I've seen people go to the concourse you know, in the late stages of the game. And that, that, that's always puzzled me as well. You know, you'll see the, you'll see a crowd of folks on the, on the concourse. Um, just cause they want to mingle and chat. Or? No, because they, in the waning moments of the game, so they can scurry out to their car. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess if they're still in the arena and still yeah. cheering, I, I guess right. I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. We get their coat and, you know, Claude's got mod, you know, and they're like, come on, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Jamie, at least we sell the place out. They put tarps over their seats, Dan in Dallas. Well, I mean, we haven't sold every game out. I mean, yeah, I don't know that we've sold them all out. You know, Saturday's game, I, I will say this. And I, and I said that before, Dan. I, I did say at least ours, you know, at least we're showing up at some point. Mm -hmm. We just leave early. I, I get it. I can't, and, and unlike TCU, I can't ever remember a time where Jones Stadium was taken over by the other fans. Very fair. One hundred percent. I've yes. missed uh in football, yes. You're right. I can remember in basketball it was taken over by a couple of different fan bases. Okay. I remember it's having been quite some time though. It's been a while, but been I can remember having more KU fans than I'd want, but I never felt like they took over our building. Yeah. You you disagree? Yes. KU? KU is one of them. Yeah, I would I would disagree wholeheartedly. Yeah, I would tell you that there were more always there's always been more Red Raiders, way, way, way. Two thirds to seven eighths more than than the other fans. But anyway, I, I just don't I can't remember it. We've never had our stadium overtaken by the other by the other fans. Um not since I've been watching for about the last 30 years. 710 this morning on The Morning Drive. You're tuned in to The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. That's not to say that they don't respect the run game that you have, but you're talking about one quarterback leading the, the conference in passing so far this year. And remember, he didn't start the first game. Right. still play a lot, though. And also bringing some humor to your day. I, I just don't want to disappoint you. I just... As much as I disappoint you, I don't want to disappoint you in some things that you expect from me. Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. Sometimes I feel like this is a little bit like stump the band, so... <clears throat> <laughs> When have I asked a question that stumped you, except when you answered a math problem with a state? Well, I mean, I mean, they're, you, they're deep thinking, you know, they're not like, 
<clears throat> just you know a b or c it's not like multiple guests they're like essay questions we're answering with our mouths <laughs> <laughs> are you mad because i've never asked you if you're like giddy Oh no no no! About an upcoming season I'd or probably, upcoming I'd, game, I probably fall out of my chair if you you ask me that. <laughs> I'm just glad we don't have to bring a Scantron to work in order to answer Jamie's question of the day. So I, I will take the essay format. My first question is: Did did Scantron uh, little crisscross there? Was there a reason for that one? Was there a something fun theme that I missed? Okay, something yeah, fun. I was wondering okay. too. Crisscross uh, is that who that was? That is. Mm-hmm. They'll make you jump, jump, Chuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. I recognize the tune. I just didn't know the name of it. Mm-hmm. Did you wear your jeans backwards back in the day when they were no? When they were hot. I actually, I actually wore a pair of jeans the other day for the first time in, I don't know, months. Probably back to March or March. And I know you're not a jean wearing guy really either. I am not. Um, I am wearing them right now. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I know. You I know. Do you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I thought of you too. when I put on my jeans. I'm like. And I told my wife, I go, I haven't had a pair of jeans on since like March. And I said, Jamie doesn't wear jeans at all. <laughs> it's, un, it's a little unsettling that he thinks of me so much. Well, just certain things, certain times of the day or things just remind me of you. And I, I, I feel the propensity to share and probably overshare. Mm-hmm. Well, if I shared less about my opinions, then you wouldn't think about Man, me I don't things know. like that. I don't w- You've been pretty good sharer here lately, so I've been I've been proud of you for kind of giving us a peek behind the curtain. All right, what's your pregunta here today? Okay, I'm going to flip over to Red Raider basketball because I don't want to come anywhere close to the wrath of Jeff McGuire again mm-hmm. and ask a question about football that he's unhappy about. Okay, I, I, I'm going to ask you a simple one today. This one's really simple. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, which newcomer are you the most excited? Oh, okay. About seeing and kind of figuring out exactly what his game looks like at this well, level. Well, I, I would I would tell you this based on what I saw at the you know Monday night you know preview. Okay, um, Elijah Fisher is um, I think a guy that could be pretty exciting. I, I know probably the popular answer is Pop Isaacs. Uh, he's the freshman from Vegas. Well, um, I mean. Fisher's rated higher. Yeah, why He's, is why would Pop be the? I don't know because it just seemed like Pop got more Pop, you know, and all the. Does he have a real name or is it really Pop? <laughs> well, it's on the roster. It's Pop. On the roster, it's Pop. His full name is Richard Corey Isaacs. Okay, so do we want to call him Richard. No, I, it feels like he's never Corey? called Richard Corey Isaacs. Yeah. So I think you should go with Pop. That doesn't. That just feels like that's who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he's got a cool story about how he got the nickname. He's though. got a sister named Phoenix. Okay. He's got a brother named Tremaine and another brother named Germaine. And then a brother named Derek with a D-E-R-I-C. But anyway, Elijah Fisher. I, I, <laughs> you know, what are you laughing at? Just... <laughs> just random thoughts. I know. Well, I'm just... I mean... I, <laughs> Jermaine and Tremaine. I was just thinking about think, the Jermaine, Tremaine, come on, time for dinner. You know, kind of. Is there anything else you'd like to read from the bio for no, like what his was, birthday is? I just or, thought it was fascinating, you know. <laughs> what he's anyway, majoring in. Right. No. Well, you asked. I mean, so I was just trying to I help. didn't ask what his his I know, siblings' you, names you were. Asked. 
Yeah. You know, Fisher is uh, you know is the five star from ESPN Rivals and Twenty Four Seven Sports. Had twenty one offers from programs. I'm I'm looking at his bio now. Um, but anyway, I, he looks like he's got game. He's six six. He's a guard. You know, and uh, hearing good I, things about his defense too. Okay. Yeah. Looks like a looks like a playmaker. Um. Um. So anyway, he. He chose the Red Raiders over KU, Baylor, Kentucky, Memphis, and Florida. Those are pretty good programs, mm-hmm. you know. And I always, I'm always a guy that looks at that and going, "Well, who did he pick us over? Who did she pick us over?" If it's like Sweetwater State, then I'm like, oh, "Geez," or if it's like you know, like somebody that's like real programs, then it it, it always impresses me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you say that about Wes Welker? Oh, well, I wasn't on the radio. Okay. You know, I wasn't talking for daily for a living then. Because I don't think he picked us over anybody that was good. We picked him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. And that worked out that time. But you're right. I mean, I'm just joking with you. The majority of the time, that's a good gauge of how mm-hmm. how good a player is, you know, which other teams also thought very highly of him. Mm-hmm. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. I think most people probably do that. Jeff, who do you think? I'm not going a player here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm going Steve Green. For the okay. uh, for what he brings to the offense, yeah. uh, he ton and ton of coaching experience that he's got to add to this staff, and we all know Mark Adams is the king of defense. We also know in order to win, you got to put the ball through the hoop. So That's I'm, I'm how this offense is going to look with all of the pieces, new mm-hmm. and old, is predominantly what he was what he was brought in for. Uh, I'm curious to see how that looks overall. Well, I like that answer. That's a fun answer. Okay, that's different. That's different. Yeah, and I and I too would agree that I'm anxious to see what the offense looks like this year mm-hmm. compared to last year. So that's and because that, you're right. I mean, he, you know, that's that's why they made a change there. Yeah, um, I think to me, Fardaz is the guy that has the potential to be the biggest impact player. Okay. Right, that's a newcomer. Yeah. So I would definitely put him on the list, but I think you know quietly, Davion Harmon, who's got plenty of experience, Power Five level, as well, is another transfer that I think is um, is a guy that's really intriguing to me. He he is a really energetic guy. I had a chance to meet him last week at the Suited Up for Success event that I went to, where you you dined and learned how to meet and greet, and you know. Um, so that was uh, he was yeah, very engaging very smile on his face um and he was uh, probably you know two two or three years out of high school matter it makes a difference there right yeah probably he, a little more a little more confident and sure understanding sure maybe a little more comfortable talking to uh you know old white guys and all that good stuff <laughs> well i think you know he he, <laughs> he and you know tatum weitenheimer was there and some others were there so i mean i was just you know i was you know just you were Chew- in your element. I was in my element. I was chewing the. Fa- well, I mean, that's that's what I do. I I also <laughs> I've also kind of connected uh, a little bit, uh, and I I made a point of emphasis of going and talking to him. And this would, you'll be embarrassed by this, but I went and talked to Daniel Bacho about him being a seven footer, and he he told me that he, I'm, I'm not embarrassed. You don't represent me. <laughs> you you are Chuck Heights. <laughs> um. Anyway, he he was. He shot down my, uh, I said, I've been campaigning for this. He said, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm not. I'm not seven foot. Not even in my shoes. He's closer to Shocking six. that you asked the kid to be a liar. Six, and six, ten. the young man, good for him. Yeah. So, All right. Daniel Bacho is now my favorite player. But he did tell me, he did tell me that AMAC would be a candidate for that. 
oh, did, yeah. He did. It does mm-hmm. feel like that AMAC is taller than him and that would would potentially be a, a, a candidate for being listed as a seven-footer. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to target uh, Fardaw's uh, AMAC to be I, I saw listed p- at seven feet. I saw a picture of Bacho recently, and he looks, to me, I don't know, I, maybe I'm just misremembering back to last year, but he looks much thicker through the chest and the arms okay. than I remember from last year, which is good to see. Yeah, he was at the uh, Lady Raider game last night. A number of the guys, I think Elijah Fisher was at the game last night, uh, Kevin O'Banner. Um, but apparently a lot of those guys, and uh, you know, they go to practice, and uh, there's good relations between you know, both squads. So that's good. They support each other. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's... Uh, that's my take on things. And O'Banner, I, I've talked to him a couple of times. I've found him to be, you know, a, a nice fella as well. Good. Not that I'm going to tell you if they're a bad fella, you know, but I mean, mm-hmm. generally speaking, I had good good conversation. Maybe they felt <laughs> sorry for me and they just wanted to talk to me. I have no idea. But they felt but, sorry and wanted to talk to you. Felt, or were just polite and talk. Oh, look at that you. crazy guy over there. We should go be nice to him. <laughs> Probably something like that. (laughs) Your morning blend of sports. K-State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37-34 overtime win over number 22, Texas. And humor. Sure to tell them that. You you suggested that. (laughs) And, of course, they got a big laugh. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Hey, good morning. So, old Mr. Humble here with uh, Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. Nice to have you with us this morning on the morning drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to Double T 97.3.com for that or the mobile app. Benchmark hotline is open as well. 806-771-0973. Uh, we come to you from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studio. Uh, this. So now Chuck is beating his chest about costing Sneed the win. I really wasn't beating my chest. And in doing so, tainting the win for the other person. Once again, all about Chuck. L-O-L. That I'm all a, up in that, homie. That was a really funny story. <laughs> that was Dang, Chuck, who else do you not like at Double T Radio? Okay. <laughs> mm, yeah. Chuck, haven't you literally pounded your chest for a contest, Tarzan or something? Yes. yes I, and you injured yourself doing it? Yeah, Is I that did. right? Yeah, right, right. Uh, I bet Chuck hasn't made the same mismatched belt and shoe mistake again. It was an honest mistake. I, um, bet, he, I bet he won't. Yeah. I'm but usually pretty cognizant of that. I just, but he learned from that. I just, you know, try to, you know, try to look nice. And the, I was trying to do something nice to somebody, and then he takes a shot at me, so I took a shot back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he really took a shot. He just told him what he should go do with himself. Right. <laughs> right. I think he, he fessed up to me later that he deserved it. <laughs> You know, of course, he played it. The, funny, the funniest part about all of that is that Level had said it to you numerous times before. Well, on other days when you had made the same mistake. I, again, I dress in the dark, and sometimes and this day it, it just, and that's why Level thought it was just a funny joke. Chuckle, laugh it off, and you didn't laugh it off this time. I didn't. I didn't laugh it off. I didn't. I didn't. Didn't. Uh, Bobby Hot Dog says this, JL, you need to take a morning off soon and have Sneed fill and they can have a chest beating contest to settle their differences. 
Uh, Oil Red Raider. Don't tempt me. Nailed nailed it, Jeff. Uh, Juan, Chuck Stone. Uh, Did you tell um, the missus that uh, Juan uh, works on her camp eye as well? I I forgot. That thinks she's a nice lady? Again, I only saw her for a very limited time yesterday, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. True story. True story. Only saw her for just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, This Tech Athletics had a costume competition on Monday in a group from the Red Raider Club, all dressed up as Rodney Allison. Oh, that's awesome. They were the winners. Yeah, that's really cool. (laughs) Nice. As they should have been. Anytime you can promote Rodney Allison, I'm a fan. Okay. All around good dude. There's no question. Period. Period. End of exclamation point, right? Right. Uh, All right, 8.05 this morning. I'm curious what you think about this. Um, uh, This came down yesterday, yesterday morning. The Duncanville boys basketball team had its 2022 state championship stripped, and the girls team uh, was banned from this year's playoffs. This came from the UIL yesterday. In addition, David Peavy, the boys coach, and the girls coach, LaJenna Howard, have each received a year of uh, suspension over the violations. Peavy and Howard get an additional three years of probation. They were reprimanded by the executive committee. Um they ruled that Duncanville had to forfeit all games in which then-senior point guard Anthony Black played. Uh, he was also named the most valuable player as Duncan beat, Duncanville beat McKinney by 20 points, 69-49. to 49. Uh, McKinney has now been named the new state champion. Uh, the game will be recorded as a 2-0 victory. Sweet. Did they get rings and all that? I would imagine. <clears throat> um, Black was a five-star recruit who signed with Arkansas, number two player in Texas, and basically, in October of last year, the executive committee of the UIL had ruled him ineligible to compete after he transferred from Capel to Duncanville. His mother then filed a restraining order against the UIL, which allowed her son to play last season. But the Texas Supreme Court on September 30th has now vacated that order and sided with the UIL. Black's mother was dating Peavy at the time, and... Uh, and they're since married. And they're since, they're now engaged. Okay. I they're thought, now they're I now married. engaged. Okay. Um so the former Duncanville mayor and and according to this article, Panthers fanatic Cliff Boyd told WFAA last night that he knows PB and Black's mother personally, that the move was about becoming a family and not about adding to a win column. He said it was hard watching Black endure all of this last season of the coach and his fiance's efforts to become a family. This was not a sham of any sort. It was about putting two families together for the betterment of the kids and the spouses. You buying that? I see with this one, Chuck, I'll I'll be honest with you. I just feel like there's more information that we don't know. Okay. Okay. That that, that can be fair. I, I mean, the fact that they're engaged to be married makes it me feel like, Okay, that seems pretty legitimate, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, you've heard stories about Mr. Peavy, Micah's dad, by the way, okay, um, over the years that th- this recruiting has been a normal thing, and they've been an investigation, under investigation for it numerous times. Um, there's just a kid from El Paso whose mom has just gotten a job with... The school district, and he's one of the top players in the state this year. And so it just feels like a never-ending thing there with Duncanville. 
And to me, this is more of a lifetime achievement punishment. Meaning we th we think you're doing something shady like every year. We finally got you. And so this is over. The, this we're finally gonna hit you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I just feel like there's way more to this story. But the on the the just what you see on the surface there, the mom and and Mr. PB are engaged. Uh, it seems like the kid and and he's moved in there and he's living in that school district. That seems like he should be able to play. But obviously. I mean, there were red flags from the get-go when they ruled that it was he was ineligible, mm -hmm. and they asked for the injunction or whatever yeah, so he could play last yeah. year. It just feels like, eh, I don't know. It it just feels like there's way more to this story than there's and there's so many and there's so many um, you know there's a lot of casualties with the shrapnel here. You know, when you think about it, like his teammates on that Duncanville team. Uh, and they can say, well, you can take away the state championship, but we know who won the game, right? Sure. You know, uh, it's like, well, you can take down our banner, but, you know, we know we're the state. And then for the McKinney kids, they're like, well, okay, so we won 2 nothing, but we still got beat by 20, so we're going to call ourselves state champions now? And then we got, am I going to put that in my obit that I was a state champion high school basketball player? I would. Okay. I'd claim the ring. Do you feel... If I felt like the other team cheated, yeah, I'd, I would, I'd sign up for that. Okay. I mean, it wouldn't be the ideal way, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to turn it down. Yeah. I don't know that what I won in high school is going to be in my obit, though. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I mean, some people live their high school days till their last days. But the dent on the wall at the Little League field, Will. The double you hit off the wall. On the Little League field? When you were mm -hmm. at uh, Little League School. It was Doubleday Field, Double Day Field at the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. That's going to go on your market. Yeah, it was probably more like a skim, <laughs> not a dent. We're going to call it a dent. When you, I'm, I'm going to write your over. They had to redo die. the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the natural. Yeah. It went right through it. Right, Jeff? It does feel like recruiting goes on for high schools in oh, lots good, of different places. Goodness, yes. You know. Probably in this city, too. Would be my guess. Yep. Uh, with the private schools and quote some of the Christian schools and or parents just moving their kids so because their kid didn't start yeah. or whatever it one hundred percent happens eight ten you've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three for more from Lubbock Sports Station go to double T nine seven three dot com.